0: Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with me, Costos, and Ken Barkley on the BetQL
1: network. Bring it up, Jake. Ken Barkley and you all right over the course of the next 60 minutes all our bets for tonight Tyler's bets for the Mexico open will attempt to fill out not like an NHL playoff bracket but the teams that we think are most likely to meet in the Stanley Cup final and why and who we think will hoist Lord Stanley's cup Tyler is uh letting us know in the chat. He has a great list of names coming up for the Mexico Open, and we look forward to that. That's coming up in a little bit here on the show. But for now, we continue the conversation on betting NFL Coach of the Year. This market is currently open at our show sponsor, BetMGM. And for people that are just joining the show now, thank you very much. Or listening to just this podcast clip, great. Also, just like click on the others at least so we get credit for the download. Um, we have narrowed down the list to these players, that these coaches, excuse me, that we think could potentially win. Uh, Raheem Morris. Mike McDonald, Dave Canales, Jonathan Gannon, Gerard Mayo, Antonio Pierce, Dan Quinn, Brian Callahan, Kevin O'Connell. Now if I were really doing the bit, I would I would I would read, read that list of names again, but right. I won't do that now. So Wait, but what are the brights? We well, well, well now we can get subjective and we can really sure. start to narrow down the list. I would like to present a name for elimination from the list.
0: Oh, Okay.
1: The name that I would like to present for elimination is Seahawks head coach Mike McDonald. Now, this is subjective on my part. And the reason why is, because, well, Seattle had like a pretty decent season last year. Like they weren't bad. Right. What did they go? Like nine and eight? Something like that? I'd have to
0: check. They might have, they might have uh, won eight, have eight or a, nine games. I will,
1: Seattle went uh, nine and eight last year. So they cool. won nine games last year. Uh, wow. I My opinion is, I could be wrong about this, and I think I said this on the show on Monday. I don't have any inside information, not yet at least, and I think a lot of the stuff will start to come out like as we approach the Combine and certainly like next weekend and coming out of uh, NFL Combine weekend. I am of the opinion right now, I think the Seahawks are not going to tank, not like try to lose, but maybe do something kind of similar to what Arizona did last year. I think Geno Smith is going to be the starting quarterback elsewhere next year, and I think Seattle is going to be starting a rookie now. I reserve the right to change my mind as soon as, like, next week if, like, new information presents itself. I don't have any inside info. This is just where my where my head is at right now. I don't think Mike McDaniel, Mike McDonald, excuse me, is a good choice, Ken, to win this award at the price of 16. Any thoughts on Mike McDonald, and then we can kind of start paring down from there.
0: Yeah, I want to uh, – I'll answer by adding on to what I said about Harbaugh. And we'll apply it to some of these other names, and we can apply it to McDonald. Also, what I said before the break were just expectations and what we expect, which is like the same word in a different form. Uh, I would just rephrase it better to say that winning coach of the year is about doing something surprising. That's the word that I would use. And the reason why Harbaugh is a bad bet at that price is that there is nothing surprising about them making the playoffs or winning 10 games next year. It is one of the least surprising things, actually, that could probably happen. That doesn't mean he can't win. I think the bar for him is even higher than that, though. And at the lowest price, if you tell me like 12 or 13 is required or more, then I'm going to say, like, well, then it's not likely he's going to do. That's hard to do. Even with Justin Herbert. Um like 13-4 and 13 and, four and
1: sweep the Chiefs. Like, yeah. that would be surprising.
0: 13. I mean, God, think about how much money you'd bet during the year if you bet them against the Chiefs in those games. I mean, look at the price that you're getting in the market. So that's why he's a cross-off for me. Like, the a good exercise here. Great way to think about coach of the year, right? Even before the market opens, you don't even need the prices for this. Take the number of teams that the coach's team, like, because it'll be a new coach sometimes. Take the number of games the team won last year and add four. And do you get a number... That is realistic, not like that. It's going to happen every time, but just like, is it really realistic? Like really? And the Harbaugh thing is the only one that's different than that because the hype around it is insane and just requires a different series of analysis. I think like it just requires a different technique, but the other ones like you bring up and I, I bring that up to do McDonald here. They won nine games last year. Almost every coach of the year winner ever has improved their team by at least four games, usually more than that but like at least four with a really, really narrow band of exceptions, like two or three guys in about 30 years. So if you add four, just like the bare minimum improvement that would be required to win probably in most situations, uh, they have to win 13 games. Seahawks aren't winning 13 games next year. It's like impossible. Like realistic. How about unrealistic? That's unrealistic that they're going to win 13 games next year. So I I agree. What if they win
1: five and they're four less? Then could he he win coach (laughs) of the year?
0: (laughs) like goat of the year right exactly or like uh you know dud of the year uh misfire of the year something like that so yeah i think if you do that with with a lot of these coaches not even the like if you want to do with the ones we maybe you like a name on the list that we haven't brought up i crossed eber flus off and like that's just me being subjective right away, because <laughs> because if we kept him on the list, I would he would be the first one I'd want to cross off. I don't I like don't think he's capable of winning enough games to win the award. And uh, if they trade Fields and draft Caleb Williams, then I really feel that way. So like uh, you know, and I guess if they keep him, I feel that way too. So who cares? Um, but we could do it with a lot of the names on the list. I mean, put it this way: how many games did the Panthers win this year or last one. year? Sorry, right? Add four is five a real? Not that if they won five, he'd win. It just shows you that like. Yeah, like they're they're gonna be better. It puts a, like a really easy range of outcomes. This is how Dable won. This is how Ryan's almost won the last two years. The expectations are garbage. When you outperform them, even to get to like nine wins, we're all so surprised by that. Blows our minds that the Giants make the playoffs at nine, you know, whatever nine seven and one, whatever they were. The Texans make the playoffs, end up winning the division two. But like, oh man, like can you can you believe it? That would be a good question to, like, when you, when this guy wins, is that a, could, can you believe it? So I think, you know, like, to be fair, I think this team's going to stink, but, like, Brian Callahan's a, can you believe it? Like, well, Levis, and they win a bunch of, can, man, that's so surprising. I didn't expect that. That's what you should be saying. Like, that should be the winner. Like, the what, the Panthers made the playoffs? I didn't expect that.
1: Like Joe Maybe Flacco I... with, as your quarterback. Yeah.
0: Right. Oh, you want you started four quarterbacks and won 11 games?
1: I think it was I technically five, that. right? Like, Driscoll <laughs> yeah, was the oh, fifth, yeah, right? Was five, uh, right? It was five, right? He the
0: guy that started the last week. Who'd they start again? Against Driscoll. the Bengals? <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> yeah, you, do you sit around sometimes and be like, why didn't we lay that number? <laughs> like, do you just sit around? Watch that game, it was like 28 nothing in five seconds. I'm like, where was but- I on this one?
1: You're right. And it was like, well, like Jake Browning actually might not be bad. And then to be fair, like that got Brian Callahan hired as the head coach of the Titans, like Browning being awesome.
0: Oh, full hashtag, full circle. Um, So I think that makes a lot of sense. Right. Just like, oh, man, like, I can't believe it. Great. Like, think about the I can't believe it situations. Go bet those guys because they'll be long prices too. nobody thinks those guys. That's the whole point. Nobody thinks they're going to be good. That's the whole point. That's why they're good bets. It's the stupidest market for that reason.
1: Um, so who do you like the most? Canales. I like uh yeah, and you know what? Based off that criteria, he's a better bet than Gannon. Like a lot better oh, bet I like than Gannon, Gannon actually.
0: I like Gannon too.
1: Um like, Gannon was my favorite when we talked about this market last Monday. But like, you know, like we've seen Kyler Murray be good. Like Kyler's gone to the playoffs. You're like right. I I guess I guess the question of, would anyone would anyone really be surprised? And I have the standings up here. So Arizona won four games last year. Like, would anyone really be shocked? Like, is is it, is it a can you believe it? If the Cardinals go nine and eight next year, like no, right? With Kyler starting the entire season, I guess
0: not. Because it's Kyler. You're right about that. That's a that's a great point. Like, is is that a oh my god, I can't believe the Cardinals went nine and eight? Like they have a quarterback who made the playoffs a couple of years ago with Kingsbury, when they went ten games that year. When uh when they lost to the Rams on on. Super wild card and, and, and you know, what, nope. and
1: with the, the thing that makes Canales so interesting, also is it's almost like, yes, it's wins and losses, obviously, well, but it's Young. also but like, yeah. exactly like yeah, it's Bryce them. if they if they go if they win six games and Bryce Young's awesome and just like the team's bad, but Bryce Young's good. That's like can you believe it? This guy was horrendous in his rookie yeah. year and now he's good.
0: Playoff hunt. If they're you know if they're eight eight and seven with two games left. People are gonna be like. Can you, but like, you just see the whoever your favorite analyst is of the game, whatever, you know? Like, here's you know, here's Romo. What I guess it'd be Brady, right? Olsen. <laughs> they be like praying he gets a job somewhere. Uh, Mark Sanchez, whatever, you know. The graphic will come up, and that'll be like the the play by play guy will say, "Oh, and we'll uh, we'll be go to the post game show after this with uh, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy." And the the analyst will be like, "Yeah, did you see that Panthers game today? Can you believe they're in the playoff? Like, that's what you want." That's what you're looking for. You're so right. I liked Gannon from the jump too. It just it made a lot of sense to me. Like second year coach, they tanked. Kyler's back, but I should have said Kyler's back. And you're right; it should have triggered something where it's like, well, wait a minute. This is a little bit. This is a little bit like Sala actually, and it'll be like uh, Zach Taylor when the Bengals weren't very good this year. Where like if they win a ton of games, it's not like what a job by that coach. It's quarterback's awesome like that's what it is that's who gets all the credit and you could be like well d'amico ryan's almost won with stroud yeah but stroud's a rookie and even though he was the best rookie he was still a rookie like that was still different and again they were supposed to be garbage that's why he almost won and that's why dable won like and that's why vrabel won because everybody got hurt and they were the one seed anyway oh i can't believe it oh i can't believe it that's what you're looking for yeah canalis is like to me he's callahan's perfect for it too 'Cause we don't even think it's gonna happen. We'd be saying, Can you believe it if the Titans won nine, ten games next year? Um but yeah, something like that I think is incredibly appealing before the season starts and we get the the Stefansky like injury narratives going.
1: You better you bet with Nick and Ken here talking NFL coach of the year. Um just on Olsen, and we'll move on from this in a second, I saw some people floating out there that if Fox wants to keep him, because obviously Brady's going to take the number one job, maybe they'd make him like the number one like analyst in their college booth. I, this is, I think they're careening towards some type of divorce here. I think this is going to be yeah. fascinating to see what happens. Because he's going to be like, why would he? why would he do that? Like, why, yeah. why would he do that? Um, okay. Let's bring up a, a couple other I names worst. here. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, also, so What is Greg Olsen the what does Greg Olson think about Jason Tatum's MVP candidacy? Um,
0: Could he give you eight minutes on Zion Williamson as a point forward? <laughs> it's like,
1: like, honestly, like, I, I kind of want JJ Redick, like, what team did he interview with to be the head coach? Was it the Sixers? It was, right?
0: Yeah, it was the Sixers.
1: I wish they had hired him. It's like, <laughs> go away. <laughs>
0: Nah, but he's like the coolest. Oh yeah, he's dead. It's, yeah. And the best actor award goes to. Right. I mean, it's just it's really this whole thing. I, he's he is,
1: he is good at it, to be fair. Um, all right, so let's talk about some other So I I actually think do we want to cross Ganon off the list?
0: I still think no. Cause I don't know if I think I think I'm right about Harbaugh, like for sure, that they have to go crazy for him to win. And I think we're right about Sala. I think it's just it makes me not want to bet Ganon right now. But like I I think I'm more like 5050 on it.
1: So what if I told you, what if I told you Ooh, 30 30. um that the Patriots because yeah. this is starting That's and like, I like, yeah. but we'll we'll know like we will know a lot more at at the conclusion of the NFL combine like in like two weeks we'll know so much more than we do right now about what these teams are thinking about doing. like information will start to get out there. but it's starting to seep out a little bit. That the Patriots and maybe it's Fields, maybe it's somebody else, may go like veteran quarterback route to try it. So let's say that that's what they do. That it's not you know Drake May, Jaden Daniels, like rookie starting quarterback. And so let's say it's like it's Fields and Marvin Harrison and third overall Whew. offense. All of a sudden has a ton more juice than like here's, here's Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne. I mean, you couldn't have more <laughs> more of a juice upgrade, right? They have an identity. Um, Hey-o. and and defense, like the defense is probably going to be pretty good. Um, I, I don't, I don't. It's such a tough division. I just don't think we can cross Mayo off the list, and then I I can group. Not only
0: do I not want to cross him off, that makes me want to bet him more. Because it's the
1: perfect, uh, you know,
0: we'll go to the post-game show right after this. Yeah, just, how about the Patriots off to that 4-2 and two start? With, who saw and that
1: replacing, And he's replacing Belichick, so he's going to get double and credit. And they, they
0: stunk last year. They couldn't lose enough games last year. It's not like they went, like, McDonald's replacing Pete Carroll, and we don't, like, it's the Seahawks weren't great last year. They won nine games. It's tough to outperform expectation when we expect you to be that. The expectations for the we did an exercise a Monday, who will have the lowest win total in the NFL? We both said New England. That's the expectation. You know what's surprising? Better than that. That's what it is. I don't know how they're gonna do it. They're just gonna do it.
1: Yeah, it's a I mean it, it'll make you feel better about it with a veteran quarterback. Not that like Fields projects to be better long term than like Jaden Daniels, but you'd like him better right. next year, probably, than Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Um I the Pierce one, I've kind of was kind of off of Antonio Pierce. The I more he know. talks. I, I have to t- and like I'm, I I feel like I should hate everything he's saying. And he's basically like, I went three and one in the division as the interim coach. The division goes through us. We have the Mahomes rules. We beat them on, on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whenever that was. Right, I would hate be. it. Right. I I would hate it so much if he wasn't the coach of the Raiders. But like, if this is the Raiders like this is what the Raiders actually should be. This is actually what they should be, and I actually love it. I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. I feel like I should want to cross him off the list. and like, I can't bring myself to do it because like, I love this, that the Raiders head coach is talking like sure. this. We'll talk more about this on the other side, NFL Coach of the Year, and we'll get Tyler's bets for the Mexico Open as well, coming up next on You Better, You Bet. Welcome
0: back to You Better, You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: Bring it up, Jake. The Mexico Open coming up in a little bit. All of our bets for tonight coming up in a little bit, including our bets on uh, the MLS season kicking off tonight with Miami Inter Miami, uh, aka Leo Messi's team, against Real Salt Lake. Jeff Horacek coming off the bench, right. definitely. <laughs> Greg Osterman. It might be on. It might be on Apple, like Apple, like Apple TV uh,
0: Plus. App- minus, Apple TV has the MLS package, yeah. right? Yeah, they do.
1: By the way, you know do who they- hosts that? Who hosts it? All right, I think Liam hosts it. Liam McHugh, I'm pretty sure, is the host. Really? Well, I'm, not tonight. I'm right? Because
0: Turner's thing is tonight,
1: but not tonight. Yeah, I think he's but doing sorry, the NHL. He like
0: but, spins but... his chair the other way. Hi, I'm Liam McHugh. <laughs> Welcome to MLS. Just like at the <laughs> studio, just ah, twofer.
1: It. I don't. Is is it possible that the opener's not on TV? Like, no and Messi is playing in the game.
0: No way.
1: Ah uh, can 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 someone on our crew try to find th- this out? I please. say that,
0: and it could be way, but I I'm going to say no way. Let me, uh, all right, well, we'll give up bets TV. for the game. Oh, my God. I think it's not on TV. No,
1: Most it's definitely – it's on Apple. It's on it's on Apple for sure.
0: Yeah. Yay. I'll think different. Great,
1: great. You know what I'll do instead? I'll uh, watch college basketball. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah. You Unless Apple be. wants to run you better, you bet, in which case, hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm case, all about the yeah. MLS. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> So the names that we have remaining here in NFL Coach of the Year, Raheem Morris, yep. Dave Canales, I, so we'll keep Gannon on for now, um, but like maybe not as good a candidate as we might have thought. Gerard Mayo, Antonio Pierce, Dan Quinn, Brian Callahan, Kevin O'Connell. Uh who do you like and why?
0: Do you have the price if I ask about a price? Do you I have do. Them all too? Yep. Okay. Yes. Uh can I can I just one thing on Canales again? This will be my last point about why I like him. What's his price in the market right now to win Coach of the Year?
1: Uh twenty
0: my guess is going to be just knowing how these markets have worked historically, that Carolina is going to be much less than that to make the playoffs this year. Cause like no team is 20 to make the playoffs, except like Arizona last year was probably 20 to make the playoffs. People be like, well, they won so few games. Yeah. But their win total is going to be like six or something. They're, they're going to be they're probably, I would imagine they're like eight or 10 to make the playoffs spoiler alert. They make it. He's like sec. He's like D'Amico Ryan's or he wins like that's and he's 20 to do it so like another way i actually think there's like a one-to-one almost i'll say there's a one-to-one correlation between if they make the playoffs he's a finalist and not like the five because they pick five now he's like in the top three or even in the top two i don't know if he's the winner every time they make the playoffs but he's like in the top two no question and then it's just does he win or not so just like an idea of like why the you know if you do like carolina next year which maybe you don't which is great um Maybe that's a better way to bet them to make the playoffs is like, he, how could he not get a ton of consideration or just win? Like it, like Ryan's, you know how, you know, how Ryan's wins if another guy doesn't start five quarterbacks, like that's how he wins. It's a a very much more conventional winner, like Dave all the year before. Um, So just another way to think about that from a price standpoint, like, okay, well, what are they to make the playoffs? Well, what happens if they make the playoffs? Who gets the credit for that? What happens in the award markets? Canales is going to get all of it. Oh, he fixed Bryce Young. The, like, I couldn't believe, like, we thought this guy was a bust, and now look at him, you know, whatever. A uh, ton of touchdown passes, whatever it is. Um, I think that's interesting, too, just that kind of price comparison.
1: And uh, and just like, Canales is, a, I think, a Str- not that, you know, Ryans was a great candidate also. You know, Stroud got picked after Young. Like we we never saw Stroud be bad in the NFL. He was just awesome immediately. We saw Bryce Young be bad. Like Canales is gonna get all the credit if Bryce Young is good. Like all of yes. it. Yeah, I yeah, I kinda like that. All right, so besides for Canalis, um, who do you like and why?
0: What's Callahan's price?
1: Uh twenty eight.
0: There went to- this is gonna be like Mayo too. What's Mayo's price?
1: Mayo is twenty five.
0: That's kind of weird like Tennessee's probably more likely to win nine games than New England is just because of, of the division. And it's not that the AFC, the AFC South is not bad anymore. Like I'm not saying they're bad. Like they got playoff teams, but like the AFC East is impossible. I mean, just like the other three teams are really good. Um, I mean, the Titans being good would be quite a shocker. Uh, it would require Levis to be really good, but that is possible. Like we, he, we don't even know who the Patriots quarterback is be. yet, and it might be a rookie we haven't seen. Yeah,
1: Levis might – I, I don't know, man. Like well, let me ask – so just like football fan. Fan stuff, uh, you know, football guys. Uh, yeah. Is Will Levis good? Yes or no. Will Will Levis be good? Yes or no? In your opinion? Yeah. And good Can you give does like not have to be like a little
0: more on good. Can um, you give me a little more about what good means? It, Make the playoffs in his he, career? Yeah,
1: yeah, like he'll go to the playoffs like like more than once in his career as a starting quarterback.
0: Yeah, my answer, my answer is yes for that.
1: I I agree. So then, like, I don't think it's crazy at all that they could win like eight or nine games next year. They they could win nine games with Levis.
0: Who their wide receiver is going to be?
1: Um, I think Hopkins signed a two-year deal, so I think Hopkins will be back. Oh, It'll be Traylon back. Burks. I, I I think he signed a two-year deal.
0: Man, was, remember, remember those
1: games he had in the middle of the season? I mean, he had some like outrageous
0: how I, statistical games I, versus what we would have expected.
1: I googled DeAndre Hopkins signs Tennessee, and the first thing that came up was that his zodiac sign is Gemini. Like, I don't understand. Oh. Uh okay. two-year sign, deal. Because that was the first thing that you
0: looked at. Got it.
1: Two year. I'm also a Gemini, for what it's worth. Two year oh, deal. Nice. So Hopkins, well, to, Hopkins, yeah, Hopkins, Burks and Okonkwo. As it stands right now, Henry won't be there next year. It'll be Ty J Spears and someone else probably is the running backs. But they'll they'll certainly add. Like this is a team that's going to go like big offense, big time now with Callahan. Yeah,
0: they dra- probably need to draft a bunch of linemen here. Then they have a terrible offensive line last year too. Were they really? They drafted
1: bad? a line uh, lineman in the first round last year, Skoronsky. So like, I don't know if they'll draft that. like another one in the first round, but. My guess would be like they'll be in the market if the Bengals don't franchise tag T. Higgins. I'm sure they'll be in. They'll be in the Higgins sweepstakes. We'll see.
0: Yeah. I think like, depending on who they get, that's pretty interesting. Uh, You know, again, it's just, it's like nature of the NFL. It's like, oh, well, I hope they add someone be like, well, they're thinking that too. Like they want to be good. What do you think they're going to do? Like they're going to try to get better at, this is the the DVOA thing. where like, you're really good at one unit. Like, what do you think they're going to do in the off season? They're going to try to fix the other side. Like that's and maybe they fail at it. So yeah, I think uh, like who, what is new England starting 11 on offense? Now they, they have Gerard Mayo obviously not an offensive minded head coach Titans F Callahan. That's different. Um, yeah, what do the Titans get? How much different does it look? Yeah, like uh, the reason I asked about those two, people be like, why aren't you asking about Raheem Morris? Because Raheem Morris is really low priced, and I'm just not sure that bet's going to age great right off the bat. Like, let's say Atlanta, we don't know the schedule, obviously. Say Atlanta starts three and one, like he what he's going to be seven, and he's ten right now. We don't yeah. it dep- depends so much on what the other coaches do. They're there. And just remember how the market worked last year, Campbell and McDaniel, where we were like, we were on here and I was just like, no, 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 no. And they were two to one, three to one, four to one. Ryan Steichen, all the improvement coaches way behind, way behind. And uh, and look what ends up happening at the end of the season. It becomes between improvement coaches and a crazy narrative. So it doesn't my point in bringing that up is even if Morris gets off to a good start. Five other coaches are doing something at the same time and, and, and it'll all be really murky and tough to figure out. And, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to think who, like a a good Dan Campbell, uh, actually there's a perfect one. And he's the second name that you read LaFleur. They got to win so many games for him to he's Dan Campbell. That's what it is. He's Dan Campbell. Where it's like, no, but they're gonna be really good next year. Well, they're gonna go fifteen and two, because that's like probably and, what it's gonna take. And, and so, guess
1: what happens if that happens by right, the way?
0: Jordan Lovewood's MVP, right?
1: And and, and LaFleur doesn't win coach of the year. I guess they can right. both win.
0: But he's already won first of all, he's had a ton of seasons where he's won a lot of games. I think that hurts. And they were good. They made the playoffs, they won games. The perception of them is actually exactly the same as the perception of McDaniel and the perception of Campbell going into last season. Oh, like they're These co- these teams are going to be monsters, likable coaches. Yeah, they are they won nine games. How many games did the Packers win last year? Nine or 10?
1: Uh, I think they won nine.
0: So it's it's actually an identity. It's the perfect comparison because Miami and Detroit two years ago won nine games and they both made the pl- uh, Detroit almost made the playoffs. Miami made the playoffs and it was like they were these two names. That's going to be LaFleur. And people be like, well, didn't you like LaFleur last year? Yeah, because that was the year he could have won. Because they were bad, and then they were good, and now they're already good, and it's it's the cats out of the bag on this one. So that's what I mean. Like Raheem Morris is a really appealing candidate, likable coach. Media will have no problem voting for him if they're good off the Arthur Smith regime too, and how incompetent all that stuff was. Now they got to win a bunch of games. Atlanta wasn't that bad. Like they got to win eleven probably or something like that. But they could do it. Division's terrible. It's why we like Canalis too. Um, But just would you bet ten sight unseen? probably not like if i'm gonna bet sight unseen i gotta begin like 30 or something on just a flyer on something i haven't seen before hope it works out or you can try to wait this stuff out too and and hope maybe lafleur gets off to a good start market run goes crazy with him like what happened with campbell last year i i i hadn't thought about that until this segment that lafleur is going to be that guy this year they're going to be really good market's going to love him market's going to be dead wrong i just it's i not that it has to work out that way that's how i'm going to think about it going into the year
1: you better you bet with Nick and Ken. Last thing here on Coach of the Year, we'll get Tyler's golf picks coming up. There's two names, uh, only two names here out of the original list. But once we pared it down, that we haven't talked about yet, uh, Dan Quinn of the Commanders. Yep. In it, and I think like a really interesting division where I, I don't sure. know if like Mike McCarthy's making it through the season. I I th- I'll I'll stick to what I said on Monday show I think the Eagles have like disaster potential this year because I think the head coach is an absolute buffoon um I think things could go really south for the Eagles potentially the Giants could be horrendous again and like it pains me to say that and like I think Quinn's like I don't know if he's like a great coach but he's not he's, he's not a slap like you don't go right? to a Super Bowl like, he's, almost
0: one like, games before right exactly well
1: I guess I guess I, in one I breath, I'm saying that I think Nick Siri. Yeah. <laughs> I just said like Nick Sirianni is a buffoon, and now I'm saying <laughs> you can't almost win the Super Bowl and be a slap. So yes, I own myself just now. So yeah, okay, t- whatever. Yeah. Uh, and th- that's Dan Quinn in a division. The-, the point of what I'm saying is, I think the division is a little bit more wide open than people might think. I think everyone's going to be like, well, it's Dallas and Philly again. Like really? Or, I'm not so sure about that. And then Kevin O'Connell. And we don't know who the Vikings quarterback is going to be. And last year, Minnesota, despite like we thought they were going to make the playoffs at points, even after Cousins got hurt, um, lose four in a row to end the season after going seven and six. A couple tough losses, like the one in Cincinnati was really tough. They finished seven and ten. And we don't know where Kirk Cousins is going to play next year. So what about O'Connell and what about Dan Quinn?
0: If I add four to the Vikings, I get 11 if it's 11 and the right narrative and the right quarterback and he like does it again with a different quarterback, that's why it's just not a cross off. I don't know if I'm buying like a lot of that stock before the year. Flores is going
1: to be back coordinating the defense. So wait, 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 so just, so just like, do you, do you think it help? Is it better for O'Connell's candidacy to have cousins come back or have a new quarterback, like get them to 11 wins?
0: New, has to be new quarterback because yeah it has can't to be because can't be i don't well i mean it can be like and they could have 17 other injuries and this mike rabel narrative develops or something but like we we've seen them win a ton of close games and struggle just like if you go to go back to winning again what like what is that that's that's not worth a whole lot to me i think if cousins stays Now the bar is way higher for, like, look, every coach can win this award, but what we're trying to do is figure out the coaches where, like, a realistic outcome wins it. Like, yeah, if if Cousins stays, O'Connell can win, and they have to go 14-3. and Like, well, that's pretty tough. Like, that's a hard thing to do. Cousins leaves. Another quarterback comes in. O'Connell turns him into, like, depending on who it is, turns him into a really competent passer, someone who makes the Pro Bowl, like, out of nowhere or whatever. Now O'Connell gets all the credit for that. Like we saw what he did with Josh Dobbs a little bit last year. He's viewed as an incredibly good head coach. You could see it happening. Not my favorite pick. No, probably not even in my top three. But there's a reason, like we have a bunch of first-year head coaches. There's a reason he's on the list too. And it's a little similar. It's actually, I brought up Lafleur before. I don't like Lafleur this year. O'Connell is Lafleur last year. That's what O'Connell is. And and, and, and when people are like, well, Lafleur didn't win. He really made a run. That I think he was like a really, he had a chance for a while to be a really desirable option in the second half of the season as Jordan Love started to play better. Just lost a couple too many games, and there were some really compelling candidates that came along while he was doing that. So, you know, a desirable, again, maybe O'Connell profiles the same way. Not a winner, but like more interesting than you'd think for a guy who's not a first year head coach.
1: Uh, Anything on Dan Quinn to close here? And we'll do golf bets on the other side.
0: It's, uh, you have to keep an open mind to it. I mean, just like uh, just like Mayo, just like Callahan, just like Canalis, like somebody's going to pop out of this group, and it's uh, and maybe it's a, to be fair, maybe it's a fool's errand before the year to try to figure out which coach that's going to be. A lot of these guys are going to be bad. A lot of these guys are going to lose a lot of games. You bet all of them. That's probably not worth a whole lot. And can you really can you really dart throw and get the right guy? Maybe you got to wait a couple weeks and get a, a worse price. But these are the kinds, I I think like it's. A couple of these guys are probably in that discussion at the end of the year, almost 100% of it. It's just the way the league works. We don't know maybe which one or which two. But it's gonna. It, and you can be like, how could the Patriots be good? How could the Titans be good? Okay, a year ago, how could the Texans be good? How could the Colts be good? They played yeah. for a playoff spot in the last week of the year. This is how it works. We're bad at this. We're dumb at trying to figure out who these teams are. You just got to accept it and acknowledge that some of these teams are going to be good. Um, maybe you try to figure out who they are. Maybe you try to wait it out. Really, really one of my favorite award markets. Always really fun to
1: think about. And that was really good stuff on NFL Coach of the Year for like three segments. Enjoyed it. Coming up next Tyler's golf bets for the Mexico Open and our bets for tonight National Hockey League, college hoops, and yes, I mean this, Major League Soccer.
0: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM
1: <laughs> on the BetQL network. Alright, so thank you, out before we wrap up the show with golf bets for the Mexico Open. And our bets for tonight. Uh three great guests on the show today. Our pal Rick Camp, always love when Rick Camp joins the show. Our pal Colin Wilson was great. And the great Liam McHugh of both NHL and uh and MLS. He'll be on uh <laughs> Uh, NHL on TNT tonight for TNT's doubleheader. Uh, the Bruin, the Bruins and the Oilers and the Nightcap and the Flyers and the Blackhawks coming up in game number one. Our EP is Alex Vasano. Our technical director Tyler Morales. Our engineer Jake the Snake Hassan. Jake, when do we get to talk about your news? That's gonna uh, that'll be announced at some point. When do we do that?
0: Within the next two weeks, sometime.
1: Great. We'll do I it think. tomorrow. When we need to kill some time, yeah. it'll be awesome. Yeah. Uh and downtown, okay. and downtown Mike Brown is our video producer on the show. Bet MGM tonight's coming up after us. Okay. Uh we got a great show coming up tomorrow and Ken and I back in the saddle on Friday as well. But for now, let's get Tyler's bets coming up for the Mexico Open in golf and Ken if you've got anything also. I I feel like since I was off last week, I didn't bet Matsuyama, and he won, and now I feel like I'll probably never win a golf tournament again. So I may pass this tournament. So we'll get Tyler's bets, maybe a bet from Ken. What do we have for the, uh, for the Mexico? Let's find out with golf bets.
0: From the comfort of their homes, You Better You Bet presents Golf Bets. Now up to the tee box, it's Nick
1: Costas,
2: Ken Barkley, and Tyler Morales.
1: All right, Tyler. Hello, Tyler. Hello, guys. Uh, what, what do we got cooking, Tyler, for for Mexico?
2: Another second place. I thought Willie Z had one for us again. Uh, I swear when he was on 15, I thought he won. And he didn't. He came in second. That's why I said bet top five because I can't stop finishing in second. How, um, so you are the best. How
1: many? I'm sorry to interrupt, but how many second places has this been for you in like this recent string?
2: That's for us, uh, both of us. Four in the last uh, eight to nine tournaments, but who's counting? God, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. I didn't have I didn't bet this
0: the tournament last weekend. It got so bad for us. Like the, there was a playoff early in the season, and there were three players, and Tyler and I each had a different one, and we both lost. Like that's how bad it is. And a guy who never wins won. Just like that's and it's just continued. I mean, it's, I, I watched the final round. I knew Tyler had Zalatoris. I mean, just like Matsuyama shoots. Like the round of his life is an overstatement because he he won, he won the Masters, but like I mean, really a crazy round, like not something you see ever on that course versus how everybody else was doing. He shot sixty two to win at cr- crazy stuff in another second.
2: All
1: right, Tyler. Well, let's uh, let, let's let's move from second to first here, buddy. Uh, what what are the the bets that you like coming up for Mexico?
2: There's only one thing to do when you're in Mexico. It's to fire up the Grio. We're going to Emiliano Griot, 35-1. to 1. He's playing really well. It's an awful field. This guy turns into Tiger Woods when it's bad field. So we're going go to go Grio 35-1. to Jake Knapp, 40-1, to 1, which is exactly what I'll do during Who? this tournament. Uh, he's he's not now. He's not next. But he's on the way. He's coming. He's nap. He's been playing. Yeah, yeah he's Knapp. Uh, he bombs off the tee and can go low. That's what we want here. There's a lot of the same golfers have success here. We're going to go Jake Knapp. Finished third at the Farmers and twentieth at the Waste and only a few starts. He's uh, he's, g- he's going to be really good next year. Mark Hubbard fifty-five to one, one of the best iron players on tour with the full field, and we're getting him at fifty-five to one in this. Yeah, I'm going to take that. He finished fourth at the Short and Pebble Beach. We like him. Doug Gim, Doug Him, sixty to one. We're going to top five him too because I feel like he's going to come in second. He's on the heater right now, two straight top twelves. He's a guy that gets really hot and then drops big time. I'm going to see if this continues. So we're going to take Doug Him at sixty to one, and when we fire up the Griot, we're gonna make sure we're gonna make sure the food is toasty, Alejandro Toasty, sixty to one. We're gonna top five. <laughs> is that his well. name? Yeah, yeah Alejandro Toasty. That, T-O- that was amazing. T-O-S-T-I. Uh, yeah, and we're gonna take him. Fi- he played really well here last uh, last year, and he played and he bombs it off the tee again. We just want guys that hit it far and have good iron play. So Alejandro Toasty. So here are my uh, my my card: Grio, Nap, Hubbard, Gim, and Toasty sounds like a lunch order, but those are my golf bets for uh, the Mexico Open. <laughs>
1: Can, can I, but so it's T-O-S-T, isn't that Toasty, or is it pronounced Toasty? Might be Toasty. Yeah, yeah it's I pronounced never, Toasty.
2: I never, I
0: never,
1: that was a, that was a Alejandro, great big segment. That's like one of his best big it, yeah. I guess the best one. Don't yeah. call my name, don't call my name, Toasty. <laughs> Alejandro. <laughs> Alejandro. Alejandro, Alejandro. <laughs> Alejandro. toasty, toasty. Suck, toasty. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't name one other lyric from that song if you paid me.
0: I'll make the putt. I'll make the putt. <laughs> uh, let's see. What's the? What's the? It's like. Uh, oh, what is it? The verses are actually not bad. It's like he's broken. She's just a baby. But a boyfriend's like a dad. Just like a dad. Yeah, there we go. I
1: got it. Yeah. How is like all her songs are all the same and they're all great
0: they are real that's just they're very catchy songs they stick in your head a lot as evidence by i don't have heard that song in years just like oh what's that verse oh yeah that's really good
1: that's i'm good trying story. to think of what it is even as you were saying it and all i hear in my head is i wanna kiss you <laughs> but if i do then i might miss you babe God, all her songs are awesome man yep. okay yep. so good stuff from tyler uh tyler call your shot who wins the tournament
2: Mark Hubbard finally gets it done for us.
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna bet Mark Hubbard. Mark
2: Hubbard finally, <laughs> finally gets
1: yeah. it done. Famous last word. How much? How much money can I? How much <laughs> money can Mark I bet on Mark Hubbard second? Coming second in this event.
0: Probably a lot. Probably pays pretty well. Uh, if I if oh, I come up with God. any picks or anything, I'll tweet them out. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, that was I don't I can't follow that. That was all some really good stuff.
1: That was great. All right, let's get to some bets for tonight now. Ah. Uh, so that's it for golf bets. So this will be the earliest we've dropped the dope ass beat in forever. Welcome to February, Jake. Drop it. Six minutes. All right, our show sponsor is BetMGM. I, you know what? Hold on, Jake. Bring it down. Stop it. See, I'm so used to like barreling <laughs> through it because we have no well, time have at the end of the show. No, barreling. we'll let it establish here. Yeah. Jake, uh, drop the dope ass beat, please. Our show sponsor is BetMGM. BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks, and BetMGM has their Refer-A-Friend program. All you gotta do, sign in and click on the Refer-A-Friend tab. In a few simple steps, you and your friend will receive a $100 bonus. Promotional details can be found on BetMGM.com, so download the BetMGM app and start winning with the king of sportsbooks. All right, uh, you wanna, like, wanna divvy this up by sport here? Because we got a lot going on here tonight. It's great. We do have a lot going on. Yeah, it's really good.
0: I, uh... Yeah, what do you want to—I have college hoops and hockey. I don't know how you want to do this.
1: I also have college hoops and hockey. Why don't we—let's start with college hoops, and we'll get Tyler involved also for his. What do you have for tonight in college hoops?
0: There's uh, only one bet that I like right now. We were talking about this off-air a little bit. I just wanted to see what the number was and the price was. Talked about Kentucky a lot yesterday. Um, As a team, I felt like that could create a valuable betting opportunity if they caught fire in this final month of the season, and then I would bet against them in the NCAA tournament. Well, the first part of that is— are they going to catch fire in this final month of the season? Obviously off the win over Auburn on Saturday. LSU hapless so far this year. And a, I think like a number that I actually want to bet into now. I'm not even sure this is going to be a big home court advantage for LSU late in the year and they stink. Uh, six and a half Kentucky. That's my one bet for tonight.
1: Uh, I, I'll i tell or five you. Five and Kentucky, a half.
0: Excuse kids. me. Five and a half. half? MGM. I I don't know why they're doing this. MGM. If you like LSU in this game, you gotta be sprinting to MGM. They're a point off market. I don't really know what's going on there. Five and a half on Kentucky. It just it says six and a half on the screen.
1: Uh, say, I'll, I'll tell you on Kentucky, I'll also take nine and a half with Florida on the road at Alabama. I think mean, both of these teams could score a ton of points. I think it's unlikely that Bama blows Florida out when Florida could score 80-plus points in the game. I'll take the nine and a half with the Gators. And how about, so, so you know, yesterday a lot of people, and I'm guessing, and I don't know if this was, like, the rationale given out by, by PJ and Tyler, that it was, like, you know, like like UConn coming off the, uh, the like, slamming yeah. Marquette. Maybe, like, a letdown spot, right, on the road against Creighton. How about the inverse of that, is Marquette gets absolutely... Absolutely walloped by UConn on Saturday. And now Marquette gets a home game against DePaul, one of the worst teams in the country tonight at home. Uh, I laid 26 and a half earlier today. It's been bet out to 27 and a half. How about Marquette <laughs> gets back on number. track? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Mar- Marquette wins by 30 plus tonight. Uh, give me Marquette. So I'll tail Ken on Kentucky. I'll take the nine and a half with, uh, with Florida. And I will lay 26 and a half, 27, 27 and a half with Marquette against DePaul. Tyler, what do you have for us in college hoops tonight?
2: All right, Miami plus, I think it's seven now against Duke. I, yeah, I think is. Duke is going to sleepwalk through this game. Duke plays Wake Forest on Saturday, which is a huge game for the ACC. Miami and Laranega have been like really competitive against Duke over the few years. I think they're three and one against the spread. Miami's a really good home team. Miami needs these games. They have three winnable games coming up, and I think they're going to play with their hair on fire here. I like Miami plus seven a lot. I agree with Ken and Nick. Kentucky minus six and a half I love or whatever the best time you can find. And Florida plus nine and a half. Like Nick said, if this is a high scoring game, I don't see Alabama blowing this team out. So I'm going to take Florida plus nine and a half.
1: All right, so those are Tyler's bets in college hoops. I'll go first here on the NHL, Ken. Two bets for me. Uh, The Coyotes have lost 10 straight games. Let's make it 11 against Red Hot Austin Matthews and the Maple Leafs. I'll, I'll play the Leafs on the puck line tonight, minus a goal and a half at plus 135. And then I'll play the Bruins tonight on the road in Edmonton against the Oilers. This is a play for me against Stuart Skinner, who I think absolutely stinks now. He's back to stinking again. Bruins plus 115. So Leafs on the puck line, Bruins to win on the road in Edmonton.
0: Yeah, Bruins a bad run of form recently, too. I uh, I played on them at a, I thought a short price against the Kings over the weekend and had a goal lead in the final few minutes of the game. They give up a goal late and then lose an overtime to L.A. Uh, a continuation of, like, not a great run. But I agree with you, like, this kind of a plus price against that goalie and even that team, like, Edmonton's good, but they're not, like, one of the best three, got Florida or Dallas or a team like that. So I do like the price on Boston a lot tonight to maybe kind of get back on track. And I'll play, I'll play the Blackhawks, but not to win. uh I think Philly will win the game. I agree with Liam, but plus one and a half is like minus one fifteen, minus one twenty in that game in a lot of places now on the Blackhawks just to play like a competitive game against a Flyers team that like Portrello is telling you like, oh, we might be sleepwalking. He's trying to get his players to not do that. They're a young team that's going to be tough to stop them from doing that against the worst team in the league. So I think Blackhawks, at least competitive, I don't know if the Flyers should be laying one and a half at this price. So Blackhawks, one and a half, Bruins to win for me in hockey.
1: Alright, so those are our bets in hockey and college hoops. And then we've got the MLS season opener, Inter Miami and Real Salt Lake. And I know this because I have it open right now. Everything we talked about is getting bet. Inter Miami's getting bet, Messi to score, Suarez to score, Messi and Suarez to score, and Miami to win. So Inter's now minus one ninety. I'm gonna bet Suarez to score in this game and Miami to win the game here, Ken. That'll be my bet coming up. Uh at BetMGM for uh I, I clicked off. Damn it. Hold on. It was, it was, uh, stand by. Like, it was I'll have it in plus a second. Price it was like uh, plus 150. Plus 150 now. So Suarez that to score in Miami to win.
0: Yeah.
1: I like that. Uh,
0: and Suarez just to score is probably a little less than that. It's probably like even or 110 or 120, something like that. Uh, plus 105. I'll play, I'll, play, I'll play, I think they're probably going to win. Maybe I'll play him to score and him to score and them to win. I like, I like the handicap of that first game. So it should be a lot of fun.
1: All right. Great show today on a Wednesday. We'll do it again tomorrow on a Thursday.
0: Uh, sounds good. Uh, go Kentucky. And then don't go to oh, yeah. in March.
1: BBN. Um, so until we meet again, dear listener and dear viewer, on Thursday, I am Nikasos wishing you minimal sweats winning bets. The absolute very best of luck.
2: Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.